Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Liberal Cube. I am, as always, Jordan Maywood, the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. Today is Friday. Yeah. Friday, December the 4th. Hmm. It's nice to uh, not have to lie about what day it is, as I have been doing lately. Um, yes. No further explanation needed for that, obviously. So we will jump in to saying it is goddamn windy out today. My car is all over the road with this wind. Whew. Today's sponsor is Monkey Chauffeurs Incorporated. Once again, today's sponsor is Monkey Chauffeurs Incorporated. From the people who brought you Monkey Butlers, enjoy the smooth ride provided by our highly trained monkey chauffeurs. Where our motto is, bananas, bananas, bananas. Okay, so, Friday, as you no doubt know, within the Liberal Cube, is Ha Internet Day, in which I weed through the flotsam and jetsam of the interwebs and bring back some pearls, some beautiful, beautiful internet pearls for you to peruse. How about that for some Friday, Friday morning poetry? B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L. The first uh, item up for bids, I mean, first item that I brought back is a podcast. Huh. I believe we've, uh, at the very least, mentioned this podcast before. It is WTF with Mark Marin, quite possibly the granddaddy of all podcasts, one of the very first to... Um, experiment in the medium of podcasting. It's funny to think that even that, him being the granddaddy, is not crazy long ago. Like, what is it? He was one of the first, and I wouldn't mind checking. <laughs> it would have been nice if I had to check and maybe brought it back here, but in the, in the 2000s, even. So, not even in the 90s. He started podcasting before it was even really a thing. Now, uh, lots of people are doing it. Hell, I'm doing it. So, what does that tell you? It's really gone down the drain, obviously. Uh, also funny to think that a lot of the people I listen to and podcasts that I'm listening to, well, not a lot, but some of them, um, I have done more podcasts than they have. Huh. Interesting. Does that mean mine uh, are therefore better than theirs because I have more experience? Yes, yes it does. Don't even, don't even question that further. Uh, the reason I wanted to bring back this episode of WTF with Mark Marin was because of the guests, specifically one. The guests were Jonathan Katz and Tom Schneider. Tom Schneider. Um, I am a huge, huge, huge Jonathan Katz fan. 
he is one of the funniest sort of deadpan comedy comedy minds um, that I have ever witnessed create anything or act in anything or listened to interviews with him um, anything huh uh, just really, really funny, and uh, I always seem to be drawn to that sort of deadpan comedian, um, like, uh, what's the prime example there? Uh, Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright, for example. Just sort of no, uh, no or very, very little emotion whatsoever when uh, serving up their comedy materials. I even mentioned, actually... Uh, on this podcast that Mark Marion mentioned that uh, Jonathan Katz is basically known for never laughing and it's uh, very very rare to get him to laugh and Mark Marin uh, emphasized this so much so that he remembers many many years ago <laughs> when he actually did get him to laugh once in their very long relationship of knowing one another. So uh, I like that little story. As far as the podcast WTF, I think I did mention it last time that I will only sort of listen to this particular podcast if it's a guest that uh, I am a fan of. Whereas with like say Chris Hardwick's or Adam Carolla's or who else? Most other ones. Uh, I'll just listen to regardless of who the guest is. Because, uh, I don't know, sometimes Mark Marin rubs me the wrong way. Seems like he might be a little douchey. Uh, Jonathan Katz created a TV show back in the 90s, I guess it was, called uh, Dr. Katz Professional Therapist. Uh, one of my favorite squiggly line cartoons. <laughs> No, one of my favorite uh, cartoons, if not shows. Basically, it was done in a very strange animation style. Um, squiggly lined is a way to describe it. He did another one, uh, also very, very awesome. Yes, awesome. Uh, called Home Movies. Highly recommend checking uh, both of those out. Dr. Cat's Professional Therapist I actually have on... DVD. Uh, it is basically he plays a therapist. That is sort of the backdrop, and his patients are comedians who come in and, uh, in the sort of guise of coming in for a therapy session, do uh, bits from their stand-up acts. So uh, very funny. Like it very much. Let's move on to uh, a newish podcast. Actually, how I just mentioned people whose podcasts I listen to who have done less than me. This falls into that category. It is Pointless. That's the name of it. Don't, don't get crazy there. Pointless with Mr. Kevin Pereira. Kevin Pereira, formerly of my favorite, one of my favorite television shows, probably when he left Attack of the Show. Uh, was right around the time where I decided to get rid of my cable box, if that's any indication of my uh, like of that show and him in particular. Holy shit, wind. 
So he has since started a podcast. I believe he's on episode 8 or 9, where, uh, as this I'm recording right now, is episode 40-something. <coughs> yeah. <sighs> Self-satisfied sniff for you there. SSS. <sighs> he had on uh, another sort of very long-time one of the original, I think, podcasters, Mr. Joe Rogan, uh, who, from the sounds of it, they're, they're kind of buds, so I like that. How I've mentioned before, it seems within the podcast universe, there's never really anything I have seen or heard in all my many listenings of, uh, well, maybe one, <laughs> um, of podcast folk not getting along. They all kind of talk about one another admirably and do each other's shows. And it seems like a sort of brotherly uh, fraternity, if you will. Or sisterly. Sisterly fraternity. Mostly brotherly, <laughs> though, to be fair. It's not... Uh, it's not... Like, out of all the podcasts I listen to, there's not really... Is there any that are just women? No. Well, that's a shame. Uh, so, he, from the sounds of it, Joe Rogan, was just sort of in the neighborhood and popped in for a little bit, but it was nice to hear them converse about uh, Kevin's podcast and how it's going and, and get a little insight from someone who's been doing it a long time, like Joe Rogan. I think he was doing it like Mark Marin from the very beginning, pretty sure. Okay, but uh, Kevin Pereira's main guest for that uh, episode was a little uh, porn star by the name of Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley, who I believe uh, I... Uh, well, let's put it this way. If there is a podcast I'm listening to, and they have a porn star on said podcast, I am goddamn going to Google what this porn star looks like. That is guaranteed. Am I alone in that fact? I doubt it. Highly, highly doubt it. Uh, she did, I think I have seen porn with her in it. Fairly, fairly certain. Um, it must have been what they call retro porn, as she is now somewhat um, oldish. 50s or so. 60s, perhaps. Someone who was in the biz back in the day, um, she had a lot of interesting things to things to say. I uh, I talked about on a uh, probably it was a movie Monday. I watched uh, and have mentioned I have watched quite a few documentaries and read books and what have yous that uh, have been about sort of the behind the scenes of the porn industry because for some reason that always interests me. So. I uh, appreciated very much this podcast because she gave a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes as well. Very uh, in-depth interview. So if that interests you at all, highly uh, recommend checking it out. They all, uh, Joe Rogan and Kevin Pereira, and I think there was another guy there, uh, all knew who she was and said they had watched her porn. So that got a little uh, that got a little odd for them, I think, especially with, uh, with uh, Joe Rogan, like, she was going to come sit on his lap or something, but he's either engaged or married. I forget. I forget which, so that <laughs> got a little awkward. He kind of hightailed it out of there after that, actually. So that was funny. 
All right, so that is two podcasts out of the way. Uh, why don't I throw in, uh, before I get to work, a... Uh, what should I throw in? We'll throw in a Vsauce. I have brought back, uh, I think since I brought back the first Vsauce, uh, was it the color yellow one, maybe? Uh, I have brought back almost every one that I've seen, just because they're so awesome and uh, cool to bring back here to bring up interesting facts and sciencey stuff. So that's why I do it. And he does such a such a good job on these. And then there's the whole uh, bearded glasses losing his hair thing that has a bearded glasses losing his hair guy. Uh makes me want to, uh, you know, it's the brotherhood, again, the brotherhood of bearded glasses, nerdy, uh, five heads guys. So this, uh, episode he, he did over the Christmas holidays in his parents' basement, so, uh, that was funny. Uh, it was called how many calories on a smudgy screen? How many calories on a smudgy screen? The first thing I thought right off the bat was there was an episode of the television show Kids in the Hall in which uh, these two guys were basically starving because they were poor, I guess was the, was the story. And uh, one of the things they decided to eat in their apartment was the sort of schmutz, the smudges, the smudgy buildup that accrues on the television screen. They kind of scraped it off. It was kind of this brownish, gross-looking stuff, and uh, and ate it. When I saw that many, many years ago, and uh, since I actually have Kids on the Hall on DVD, when I saw it again not too many years ago, I thought, ooh, that's gross. And also, also thought that there's no way that that is going to be filling at all or good for you. However, what I have since learned with this episode of Vsauce is that there are calories involved with the buildup on a screen such as that. In fact, um, I don't know how he got this number. But on your typical iPhone 5, if you were to lick it clean, you would get two calories of, uh, <laughs> I don't know what exactly of, he, he explains what it is of, but you would gain two calories. So that's kind of uh, how I, why I love this uh, sort of web series like this, in that they'll take a question, ridiculous question like this, then say, yes, there is calories on a screen that you can ingest. And then, uh, sort of really, for me, the highlight is they will scientifically explain how this is so in a uh, comedic, informative, graphically interesting manner. So, highly recommend you always check out the V sauces. I think... Uh, Okay, well, here's a good here's a good tease for what we're going to be talking about a bit this afternoon. Uh, I'm going to this afternoon talk, as opposed to how I bring podcasts and web series, 
uh, just talk about actual websites. So let's uh, just start off with YouTube. I hope that you, listening to this, has a YouTube account. The reason you want to set up an account is, A, uh, it lets you watch videos that are uh, restricted for older viewers, which, come on, who doesn't want a little swearing and maybe a little partial nudity, right? Right. Uh, and then, also, I think, almost as important, or, yeah, yeah, we'll just go as important. It lets you um, subscribe to people's channels. For example, this Vsauce. If you uh, like a Vsauce, you will subscribe to the channel Vsauce, and then every time uh, a new video he creates comes out, which he, he does about one a week, I, I guess you would say, uh, it will post to your uh, sort of favorites, to your subscriptions, uh, and you can watch it rather than having to search for every new one. So really, uh, really cool. I like how they do that. It's not unusual to do something like that, but it's uh, it's very helpful. Here you go. Two sneezes yesterday, one today. I must be getting better. Okay, I'm going to go in and do uh, eight hours of work. We'll meet back here and talk about some internet sites. How does that sound? It sounds goddamn amazing. Love you, Jerry's. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. Back. We are back. Back in action. Hello again. Back, back, back in action. As what I like to call the mid-show work break theme song jingle thing gamma jig indicates all right all right it is friday it is the friday drive home so folks uh you know what that means it is time for the friday drive home primal scream slash maniacal laugh um the holiday version had a little ho 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 in it as well just for a little special treat um, let's, I had a thought, what we'll do is, uh, we'll play the QQQQQQ107 Radio Roulette, because we haven't played that in a while, uh, and then, while that's going on, we'll do the laugh. We'll combine two things into one, it's peanut butter and goddamn jelly all over again. Is it not? It is. Why did I ask you that, if I already knew the answer? I don't know why I did it, but I did. Here we go. <laughs> Baby, I was born to laugh slash scream maniacally. Baby, born to do it. Okay, so we got that out of the way. It is Fra Internet Day, so we should probably jump right back into talking about shit from the Fra Internet. Should we not? Again, why did I ask you? I don't know. Uh, what I wanted to do with this episode is bring back some just websites, basically. Uh, 90, 
this kind of a strange ratio we got on the go is that 95% of the uh, shit I bring back from the interwebs is uh, either things you watch or listen to. However, um, my internet experience is probably only maybe as little as 30% to 40% of things you listen or watch to. Well, maybe it's 50-50. Anyways, I don't know what it is. That's math, and I don't like math. Um, but the other half is, say I am watching a movie or uh, a TV show, I'll just be uh, surfing the weeb, doing various things. Uh, and I use use it as a resource Let's, uh, let's say for very many other things other than just kind of uh, entertainment, I guess you would say. So uh, let's run down some of my uh, favorite sites. How about? And maybe one day they will be your favorites. The first, probably, may even be my favorite site, kind of, uh, is Amazon. Now, my only gripe about Amazon is that living within Canada, as I do, which I would not trade for the world, would never want to live anywhere else but Canada, um, Amazon.ca compared to Amazon.com is admittedly not as good. It's good. It's amazing. I love it. But when I, uh, when I check out the Amazon.com, it is very uh, jealous making of me. <laughs> yes. I use it, I've used it for many, many years, from uh, uh, building up a giant DVD and book collection and video games, just sort of a source for um, media. It's a great source for all media. Uh, it's a great source to compare prices for all media. Even if I see something priced elsewhere, I'll always check Amazon uh, .ca in my case, just because it's in Canadian dollars. Uh, or even if I see something really priced well on Amazon.com, I'll check .ca for its price. Because even if it's better, uh, something you gotta be uh, on the lookout. Holy shit. Uh, Some guy just did a very, very dangerous pass of another guy in front of me. Ugh, scary stuff. Almost uh, almost hit oncoming traffic. Anyways, uh, where was I? Uh, yes, Amazon, Amazon. So if you see something on Amazon.com and you're living in Canada and you think it's an amazing deal, it may very well be, but something you have to take into consideration that uh, over the years just uh, has seemed to skyrocket more and more is shipping costs. Not even uh, so much shipping costs. It's a uh, the cost of duties. What the fuck are duties, you bastards? What are duties? And why do they cost, sometimes, quite often even, more than the actual cost of shipping? It's ridiculous. I hate it. If I was living in the States, and if you are living in the States and listening to this, uh, I would highly, highly recommend something they have that makes me even more jealous, which is called uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, I know a lot about it just because I... Uh, looked into it pretty deeply to see, basically, if it was available in Canada, which it is not. Uh, it is a service in which you pay, I think it's $75 a year 
which gets you unlimited free uh, two-day shipping on, uh, if it's not any item in the store, it's any item sold by Amazon, because that's another thing you actually got to look out for a little bit, is that just because you're buying something off the Amazon website does not necessarily mean it is Amazon itself who is selling it and shipping it to you. It could be sort of a third-party person who's doing it. So these are just some little Amazon tips and tricks. Uh, another thing I use it for is, uh, yeah, this is this is up there in the nerdiness department for sure. I went to college to uh, pursue a career in, uh, let's call it librarianship. Uh, the course was to become a library technician. Uh, I did not become a library technician. <laughs> so in order to get my library on, I uh, purchased some library software just to keep track of all my DVDs and books and video games and media of that sort. Uh, it's cool software, which is called um, Readware, it's called. It actually came with a little uh, scanner, barcode scanner. That is in the shape of a cat, or like a puma. Yeah, let's uh, let's say it's a little more manly. It's in the shape of a ferocious puma. You can uh, scan your books, and it will automatically enter them and all their descriptions and what have yous into the database. However, if you want to do it manually, all you do is go over to Amazon, sort of drag and drop the page into the library software and it transfers everything automatically. Pretty cool. Uh, very, very nerdy software on my part, just in case you ever think that uh, listening to this, that I am uh, faking being a nerd. No, I can uh, I can verify through my library software that uh, I am not. Sort of in the same vein, why don't we throw in uh, eBay? eBay, I think actually I was purchasing stuff on eBay maybe even before Amazon, now that I think about it. They have a shit ton of stuff. It's changed over the years, the kind of things they offer. Sometimes I will still occasionally check it for uh, DVD box sets. I don't think I'd buy individual DVDs, because uh, a tip for eBay is also to watch out for shipping, because... Um, if you go on Amazon.ca, you know that it is shipping from within Canada. However, if you go on eBay, you uh, will not, unless you pay attention, uh, know exactly where it's shipping from. So uh, look out for that, because sometimes if you're just clicking and not paying attention to what you're doing, your shipping can be more than what you're actually buying. I have, uh, what have I used Amazon for the most? Um... <laughs> probably weapons. <laughs> I got, uh, let's see, I got some axes, a couple of swords, daggers, usual uh, things of that nature, you know, just in case. My probably uh, prized, most prized possession in that vein that I got from eBay uh, was the, uh, if you're familiar with the TV show Buffy, which, uh, as you know, if you've listened to many of these, uh, probably my favorite show, definite top five. In the final season, she had this really cool uh, 
red axe looking thing with like a wooden stake on the end and it's just real scary looking axe uh, and I got a replica of that which apparently they didn't make a great many, many of them so I like that one uh, let's see what else so we'll leave that behind let's uh, go into another thing uh, if you cannot tell by this point I am a huge huge fan of purchasing things online uh, I hate shopping I hate going to stores and doing uh, grocery shopping, for example, which is kind of ironic because uh, as I speak, I'm on my way to the grocery store after work. However, uh, every other week or so, I will use a little service we have available here in uh, Ontario where I live. Um, I'm not sure how large they have become, but it's a service called Grocery Gateway in which uh, they will deliver your groceries directly to your house. Uh, very, very, <laughs> as soon as I saw the service, I fell in love. Uh, it's $12 to have it done. That's the delivery charge. Uh, the groceries come from Longo's. So basically, I think, although I've never actually been in a Longo's, I think anything... You can purchase at Alongos. You can get on Grocery Gateway's website. Uh, I think for the most part, anyway. Uh, huge selection. It's all done online. Uh, you add things to your grocery cart and check out, and there you go. Pick a delivery time. Uh, very, very handy. Love it. It kind of goes with something that uh, Adam Carolla always talks about: is how much money is your time worth? And uh, my time. My, my the amount of money I would pay to not have to go grocery shopping and wait in line um, and that horrible experience that is grocery shopping uh, $12 <laughs> I would pay more than that to be honest with you, I hate shopping red-blooded Canadian porn-watching, meat-eating hate-shopping male here uh, let's I'll tell you what I, I'll do I am uh, just <laughs> Uh, after saying all that, just about to pull into the grocery store and do my grocery shopping. However, uh, I didn't plan on doing any more, but one site in particular I want to delve deeply into, so uh, I'll do a little more after I get back. How does that sound? Now all I need is some sort of um, show break to indicate I'm shopping. Maybe we'll get some Muzak. Yeah. That would be fitting. That's a note to you. A note to you, Jordan, editing this. Find find some, some Muzak to play while you're shopping. Uh, also, don't burp like that.
trees. Hello again, again. <laughs> How about that? Hello again, again. So, shopping complete. Shopping robot engaged. Completed shopping mission. One, B, three, two, alpha. All right. No sense. No sense whatsoever. That's what shopping does to me. It uh, takes what little little sense I have in my brain and scrambles it around. Uh, where was I? Websites, websites. Yes, yes, yes. Um, which one was I saving? Oh yeah, okay. But uh, I, I got had a I had a thought <laughs> while I was shopping. Uh, I'm gonna throw out. Uh, how about this for for something different? I'm gonna throw out a little recipe of mine. Uh, okay, so what you need is uh, it's nice at this uh, it's a food land that I uh, tend to grocery shop at it's nice because they have uh, pork all pre-breaded and sort of pounded out a little bit so if you do not have um, pork pre-breaded and pre-pounded out a little bit you're going to want to get some pork and uh, bread it a little bit and pound it a little bit. The breading should be, um, what did Emeril Lagasse used to say about breading? He, <laughs> how do I remember that Emeril Lagasse had a saying about breading? Oh yeah, you know what it was? It's ridiculous that I remember this. I don't know uh, where you get your breading, but where I get mine, it doesn't come seasoned. And then, and then the audience would laugh and laugh. Why would they laugh? I don't know. That's not very funny. Anyways, um, so get some breading, and I don't know where you get it, but where I get mine, it doesn't come seasoned. Um, and then, uh, what your... Oh, shit. Goddamn yellow lights. Okay, so you've got that. Other ingredients you will need is pasta. Um, I've only made this dish once, but it was goddamn delicious, and I'm going to make it again for Sunday dinner. Uh, pasta... What I bought last time, and for no other reason than the box looked like the perfect amount of pasta. Oh shit, that's what I forgot to get. Um, was Cars, as in the Pixar movie Cars pasta. So the pasta was in the shape of, of various cars. Now, both the missus and I agreed that despite it being Cars brand pasta, that the pasta was in the shape of Cars. It looked nothing like Cars, alright? Who, who are you trying to pull, pull a fast one on, guys? Ridiculous. Anyways, uh, it was a perfect amount, uh, kind of a small box. Then you're going to need pasta sauce. Now, what I did last time, which, shit, I didn't buy that either. <laughs> so this, this recipe is going to be a little different than the original, uh, was I bought uh, bruschetta pasta sauce. And I don't even know if you would classify it as pasta sauce so much as, like, bruschetta topping. Okay? You got that so far? Then you're going to need... What, in my opinion, will make uh, basically any meal much better. It will, again, <laughs> how do I know this? As Emeril Lagasse would say, it would kick it up a few notches. Bam, if you will. Uh, you're going to need a shit ton of cheese. All right? You're basically making, in a casserole dish, uh, layered meat, pasta, 
cheese sauce. That's it. And it is goddamn delicious. Uh, I would recommend, uh, I think I did this the first time, is just uh, in a frying pan with a little oil first, sort of brown the outside of the meat before you put it in the uh, casserole dish. Cook it for, I don't know, an hour, sure. I just kind of made a random, picked a random number. Uh, cook it for an hour at a temperature that is hot enough to cook pork. Uh, this is why I guess I don't do recipes very often. Oh, uh, you're going to want to boil the pasta first. You can't put uncooked pasta and bake it. You could, I imagine, but it would probably be pretty tough. Okay, so that was uh, Jordan's Lackadaisical Menu, item 1BC3BO. Okay, where was I? Yes, yes, yes. The last website I wanted to talk about and talk about a little more in-depth than the time allotted in the previous drive was, I don't even know if you could call it a website so much, a service called StumbleUpon. That is a one word, StumbleUpon. Is it actually one word? I don't know. Is StumbleUpon two words? A compound word, perhaps? Who knows? Uh, what it is, is a service, let's see if I can burl this down a bit, a service in which you will uh, sign up for. When I signed up, you did not have the option to sign up with your Facebook account, but now, as with anything, you just push a button and you're signed up through Facebook. Um, and then you, once logged in, they'll have a giant list, uh, maybe not giant, a sizable list of interests, as they call them. Things that one may be interested in. Alright? And you're going to pick through that and click on the ones you are interested in. That's what I did when I first signed up. Uh, I have since decided that a good idea uh, for me, and I guess now, therefore, for you, is for every... Um, Let's go every five things that you click that you are interested in. Click one that you're not so interested in, just um, something you probably wouldn't uh, know things about, and click on that too, just to sort of broaden uh, your mind. Okay? Uh, okay, so once you're done that step, you click the stumble button, and you will stumble through the interwebs. Simple as that, really. It will take you just from random site to random site uh, based on the interest you have chosen. Um, that sounds kind of like, why the hell would I do that? Why can't I just go to Google and type in my interest and then search for that? You could, but this sort of... Um, I don't know how to... There, there's like a psychological component of clicking that stumble button and being surprised. Yeah, maybe that's probably what it is. Being surprised um, and entertained and educated with what pops up next. Highly, highly, highly recommend this site. Probably, um, out of all the sites I mentioned, this is the one that I uh, probably use the most, kind of, in the sense that when I am watching TV... Um, 
just sort of any downtime that I have, uh, just push that button, push that button, push that button. E addictive, very addictive. Also, they have a iPhone app, which, as you guessed, links to your account. Uh, get it on your iPhone, push the stumble button, and you're stumbling along on your phone. Uh, I imagine they probably have an Android app because I think this is a, this is a very very popular uh, popular service. So there you go, folks. That was another edition. Oh, wait, you know what? I think I had a couple more things. Let's just double check this. Oh, I did. Okay, uh, a new web series that I added was is called Nerd Down and Ten. That's Nerd Down and Ten, which I believe uh, is a football reference. Now, my fellow nerds, don't let that scare you. This is not focusing to 90% on sports, from what I can gather from this one episode. It is on the Nerdist channel, which we... Oh, you know what? We almost went a whole... Uh, a whole uh, fraught internet day without mentioning our good pal, our good buddy, Mr. Chris Hardwick and his Nerdist channel. This is a new web series starring the Sklar, Blur- <laughs> Sklar. Sklar Brothers. Sklar Brothers. It's harder to say than I thought it would be. They are uh, twins. You uh, Google them, get a look at their mugs, may recognize them. Uh, stand-up comedians, usually. Um... Usually, they, they actually have their own podcast. It's called Sklarbo Country. I can't remember. Their podcast, I will say, I listen to a few, and uh, they focus mostly on sports. They are nerdy, yet focus on sports, okay? So I'd like to get that across. I have absolutely, basically, zero interest in sports whatsoever. However... Uh, these guys are so good uh, and funny and nerdy that I almost, almost uh, watched, sorry, listened to their podcast on a regular basis. Not quite. <laughs> they're not quite that good, though, that I that I chose to do so. Still, if you like sports, uh, I would highly, and you like comedy, and maybe even are a little nerdy, uh, Sklart brothers podcast forget what it's called check that out this though is basically um kind of do a rapid fire uh shoot off of topics a topic will come up we'll shoot the shit about it uh, there'll be a timer even some kind of sports like there with your timers and your scores what have you uh three things they talked about were uh, a robot that makes hamburgers um, taxi cabs made from old DeLoreans, and a pill that you could ingest that would make your poop look golden. You know what? Sometimes I get close to home, or I'm at home, and I don't know uh, quite how to end the podcast. It'll just sort of like be, well, that's the end, because I'm at home. But this time, uh, I feel pretty confident. I feel uh, very good. I feel like I'll probably get a good night's sleep tonight because we are going to leave this podcast by talking about golden poop. Folks, it is nice to be nice to the nice. 
Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us you can do so via the email address mailwood.jordan at gmail.com And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper